With the holidays around the corner, now's your chance to save time and money at Safeway Stock Up Sale. Plus, earn four times gas reward points on participating items. Look for tags on items like Honey Nut Cheerios. Select varieties are four for eight dollars with your club card. And select varieties of Betty Crocker Cake Mix, Brownie Mix, or Frosting are ten for ten dollars with your club card. Maximum gas reward at participating Sunoco stations is twenty cents per gallon and one dollar per gallon at Safeway stations in a single fill of up to twenty-five gallons. Other restrictions, limitations, and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to Safeway.com. It's time for your week daily look at the NBA and your Charlotte Hornets. It's time for the Hive O'Clock Alarm. Oh, that sounds amazing. Mm, that does sound amazing, David. You like our new intro? I added a, a bell sound and uh, I added a little reverb to Cody Zeller's That Sounds Amazing. A dash of Zeller. A sprinkling of Eric Collins. It's it's perfect for the for the morning wake up call. It really is. It's a great recipe. It's a great mixture for your morning coffee. Uh, you know what woke me up this morning though is I saw a picture, David, of the new Los Angeles Clippers mascot. And oh yeah, night terrors. <laughs> well, it's certainly not as terrifying as the uh, the famous New Orleans reveal of their uh, bird like uh, monster creature. Uh, it, yeah, it, that's that's. That's a high bar, yeah. It certainly hasn't uh, gotten uh, res- you know resounding reviews on uh, on Twitter, which I don't know really what does uh, get good reviews on Twitter. Uh, but what have what have you seen? That's what, for. what have you seen uh, in terms of comments on this mascot? The picture I saw was of Steve Ballmer, you know, kind of directly over the back <laughs> shoulder of this of this creature, and I saw a similar likeness. In my eyes, it was a little late in the night when I was looking at it, but uh, you know, it's interesting, Doug, because the other day you were mentioning how well the Hornets have done with all the rebranding and the launching of stuff, and the Clippers, I don't know, I can't seem to get out of their own way on, on stuff. It's not horrible, like you said. It's just like another thing you look at it and you're like, huh. Well, I mean, they are building, to their credit, they are, to be fair, I guess, they are building everything from scratch, whereas the Hornets had a lot of uh, stuff that was endearing to fans already. But this thing has, like, pink skin, a huge blue hook nose for a uh, for bird, and blue feathers, uh, like an armor, got, they're, they're arms. Pl- they're playing up the ship angle, right, I guess? I, I guess. Like, it has 213, but as someone pointed out on Twitter, n- nearly you know zero people in Los Angeles have the 213 area code anymore so that he's was a regulator awesome I guess he's a regulator my favorite tweet though is from vince staples who said uh fourth in the west and we out here off brand fruit lupin because <laughs> he looks like the fruit loop bird <laughs> but like an off brand that you would find in the cereal aisle that's amazing vince knows vince hey, listen knows. that's a I, i'm not aware of his music but that is an amazing tweet check right. it out yeah check it out all right, David, let's get to the Hornets. Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns coming into town tonight for 90s Nickelodeon night. Real quick, do you have a favorite 90s Nickelodeon show? Yeah, one that was called My Brother and Me. I don't know if you're familiar with this one. It's a it's a I'm deep not. cut, but uh, it was on for maybe 18 months or so in the 90s, and it was set in Charlotte. So that was oh, wow. one that I like to watch. Yeah, just to see like uh, Charlotte Hornets posters and stuff on the wall. The main characters were Dee Dee. And goo. Goo. 
Goo yeah, is the name was, of the uh, main character. That's amazing. Like I said, it's a, it's a deep cut, and uh, certainly there are some other funny ones, but that's the first one that popped to mind for obvious reasons. You know, there's a sitcom right now that is set in Charlotte. I believe it's on NBC, but they don't... It's the they, Carmichael show. Aha, uh-huh, but they don't really take advantage. I watched a few episodes. They don't really take advantage of the setting yet. No, not yet. I, I think it's mentioned a couple of times, and I believe... Um, to, uh, the, the main character and the creator is from uh, Greensboro. Yes, so I, I believe. Yes, no, I think you're right, and, and he wanted to bring you know a show back to somewhere around his area, but it's not. Yep. It's it's yeah. I, hopefully, in later seasons, I would watch if it took more advantage of some of the Charlotte sites. It's uh, funny. I like that. Show. It's a good show. I believe it is coming back. So so uh, keep your fingers crossed. Excellent. All right, let's talk about this game. Uh, Phoenix next to (laughs) – they're not a very good team. All right, that's it. That's all we have to talk about. No, uh, they're next to last in the league in turnovers. But, David, they're fourth in the league in pace. So they like to get up and down, and that may be why they turn the ball over so much. But they'll be plenty rested. They're coming off a victory on Saturday versus Memphis, 111-106. David, that's their first win in over a month and their first win in the Earl Watson interim coach era. The team hasn't changed much, but they're crashing the offensive boards more, the 12th overall in the league, but third now in offensive rebounds in the last 10 games. They have a new team focus, Alex Lynn, uh, the center, uh, who was, uh, if you remember, a top five pick, but he, he's kind of underwhelmed in his uh, few years mm-hmm. in the league. Watson made a big change, naming the uh, the former top five pick to the starting lineup. I was doing some search, and I found this quote uh, from Coach Watson on the exchange that led up to starting Lynn, this is a real quote. I am not making this up, David. This is what Coach Watson said. I texted him today. I said, hey, Lynn, are you ready to start? He texted me back, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I text you when you're like, you want to do some morning shows? I'm like, no, first you go, hey, Lynn. And I'm like, no, it's David. No, it's David. Um the only reason I've really kept an eye on the Suns this year is to uh, to, to check out uh, Devin Booker, who was in the mix for the Hornets because uh, they needed a shooter. Uh, it turns out that probably would it probably would have been a few too many cooks in the kitchen, if you will. But um, but he's a nice young player. He, he made a nice showing at the uh, All Star game and it started come on. But they're they're kind of struggling this year, as your um, anecdote about the texting, you know, leads to. I just I love that. I texted him today. I said, hey, Lynn, are you ready to start? Hey, he Lynn. texted me back, whatever you want. <laughs> Listen, start, no start. I, I got to eat this burrito. I'm Just fine. Let me know when you Listen, need I'm, you know, Netflix or chill. I'm fine to do either. Start, but, sit, Whatever. But anyway, so the, <laughs> that, that is good. That is good. The Phoenix, it's a bad team. They've been plagued by injuries to nearly all of their great talent, but the Hornets, they lost to the Phoenix Suns during uh, the the uh, losing streak, the big losing streak that they had earlier in the season that got Hornacek fired. So the, the Hornets certainly can't overlook this team. Uh, I also asked a friend who covers the team, you know, give me a scouting report on what's going on right now, and all she texted me back is a link to an article where a team owner, Robert Sarver, wrote a letter to fans saying, basically, sorry for te losing. My bad. My B. Yeah, it, basically he said, you know, fans, whatever you want. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, fans. Whatever you want. But I thought, you know, MJ MJ would never write a letter like that. 
And then I immediately uh, thought, wait a minute. I, I think he did write a letter like this to Bobcats fans. Mm-hmm. And I did some more research and I pulled up said letter and I'd like to read a few lines to you because I think some of the points in here are kind of interesting. So first of all, he starts the letter, Carolina roots run deep. Along with, I, I hear that still waters also run deep as well. Um, here's another quote. I'm here to build a legacy as an owner by turning this into a model franchise that's focused on winning and creating a fan experience. So that kind of gives you, I mean, he had this plan. This was written in 2010 to Bobcats fans from Michael Jordan. And so you sort of see the beginning of, of the strategy that is, has led this franchise to where it is. I want to build goals. Yeah. No, he said, that's what I'm saying. Like he set the goals in 2010. So it's no surprise that after that initial tank, this team set on a path to put a winning basketball team on the floor and hasn't really deviated from that path. Um, yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, he said, he goes on to say, I want to build a connection between this team and this community. So again, I'm, I'm like, sure. I'm Da Vinci coding this, this letter. I'm looking a little mm-hmm. too deep into it, David. But to me, that signals, hey, we, we might bring this, this old Hornets name back. We got to get a connection between this team and this community. Yep, 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 yep. And, and 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 of course, and of course, they have done that. I mean, he has done a lot of outreach stuff in the community as well. And the team has, and he has, you know, um, for Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But you're right; that is a bit of foreshadowing. I don't think you're wrong on that, Doug. Another quote from the article: "It's our responsibility to earn our way in this community, and my staff and I will do that by putting a winning team on the floor." Again, just going back, I, I think they had an idea, like we're going to tank for just a little bit. And then we're going, because this was written right before they made that playoff run. But I think even then, <clears throat> excuse me, I think even then they sort of saw the writing on the wall that I, I don't know if that was really sustainable. Um, oh, so, sure, yeah. And then he ends the letter, I'm in, I'm here. It's a very, to me, that's a very Michael Jordan-esque way to end the letter. I'm in, well, I'm here. And you, yeah, and you remember, I mean, there's a lot of speculation I don't know if it was around that time, but there has been this popped up that said, oh, man, it's not going well. This is probably around the tanking time that you're, they're speaking about, but is he going to stay here? Is he going to sell? You know, is he committed to this? He's not at the games. He is at the games. He's, he's at the Blackhawks game. He's not at the Bobcat. Like, so, um, you know. Which is, again, again, we talk it. about it all the time, how our the, the team owner for the Hornets, because he's Michael Jordan, is held to such mm-hmm. a different standard than – I mean, not every team owner is going to be Steve Ballmer, who who celebrated the, his new mascot. Wouldn't that be amazing? It would kind of be amazing. But he celebrated the new mascot that we talked about at the beginning of this by uh, participating in, like, a dunk contest. He dunked from a trampoline. Oh, yeah. That's the team that. owner. If you, have not, if, you, if you have not seen this, we'll need to find that and tweet that out. It's it's amazing. But Brad Stevens did the same thing uh, in practice the other day. Yes. Maybe it's going around. I'm telling you, I think it's a movement. It's a secret viral movement to bring back Slam Ball, which I would I mean, not you, be opposed to. You have the trampoline. You have the baskets. You have the basketballs. I mean, you who's have, not going to want to take the a, older, a running jump? You have the older dudes willing to get on said trampolines and dunk said balls. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to your point, though, we were talking about that. I mean, and MJ 
it's his own standard uh, at, um, to some degree. And certainly he doesn't need us to defend him. Um, and, you know, he hasn't done everything right. But I think it's stuff like this. You know, he is under a microscope that's different from other people because he's Michael Jordan, and that's just how it's always been. And, and so he gets a lot of flack, whereas you see now a lot of people are still patting the Sixers on the back and, you know, um, uh, looking at it a different way, whereas, you know, when the Bobcats were tanking, it was deplorable. Like, throughout the league, people were just offended, literally offended by it. Um, and it almost worked, but um, – you know, it's just interesting to see that play out. And now they've made a commitment to win, which we enjoy because it's much more it's much more fun to be around on a daily basis. Absolutely. And they've made a commitment to winning at home. This is the Hornets' first home game in almost a month. They are nineteen and nine at home, David. Nine losses. And those nine losses include Cavs, Celtics twice, Warriors, mm. Clippers, Thunder, Heat, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks really the only bad team in that in those nine teams and and that was a really terrible matchup for the Hornets the the Bucks size uh, so I think that shows you they take care of business at home against subpar talent although the Phoenix Suns are, are trying to attack more with their size I saw that they're playing Alex Lynn and and former Bobcat Tyson Chandler together so they're trying to do a little Twin Towers action. They love to get up and down the floor. P.J. Tucker, who plays power forward, he still likes to run up and down the floor and get transition buckets. So I think the Hornets have to come in with more focus than they did against the Atlanta Hawks. But this is certainly a team that they should beat at home, a subpar team, the kind of team they've beaten at home all season. Yeah, and they're starting to beat those teams. They're starting to win those games that they should win, which is a sign of a a growing team and a team that's learning how to win, taking care of business, which is another thing that's good to see. And especially at home, you're right, they've done a good job of that. So um, one last thing on, on the, all the MJ stuff, aside from winning, they're putting together a more entertaining brand of basketball, as yeah. we've noted, this whole year. So, I mean, that, that that's an important the 90s, thing, not. too, because – exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, but getting back to the Suns, I mean, you're right. This is a game that they should get back home. Off, off a good road trip and and feel good about getting a win on 90s night. Watch out for the slime though. There, there's gonna be some slime out there tonight. Yeah, I'm really they. You know they fly the the giant hornet balloon, the the Hugo balloon all over the all over the floor during some of the breaks. So watch out, mm-hmm. folks. Just keep keep your head on a swivel. Make sure you stay safe and and don't get slimed out there. Uh, enjoy the game tonight, whether you're watching at home or in Time Warner Cable Arena. That'll do it for the Hive O'Clock Alarm. Thanks so much for joining us. We're on tonight, though. Forty-five minutes. We'll be on for 45 minutes tonight, starting at 6 p.m. live on HiveTalkLive.com. Join us then. And until then, all hail the teal and purple.